This is Coach Lee, and I'm going to talk to you about how to save a relationship. And this can be a marriage relationship or a dating relationship. So if you are separated, you're married, or your spouse has told you they want to separate or they want to divorce, or if you have been broken up with, and now this person you love is called your ex, I'm going to share with you three steps to save the relationship. The first one may sound simple, but it's actually pretty difficult according to what most people tell me. And that is don't pressure. And what I mean by that is begging, pleading, wanting to keep talking to them about it, being emotional around them about the relationship. That's natural, normal, and not a problem if you do it right when they tell you that they don't want the relationship anymore. That's fine. The other person needs to know that you want the relationship and there needs to be some pushback, but there is certainly a wall a limit and a point when it will actually lower your odds of being able to get back together with this person. So it's very important that after you have stated that you don't want a breakup or a separation or a divorce, that you back off to some degree. They need to know that you don't want it. They need to know that what you do want is the relationship. They need to know that you don't want the relationship to end, but if you reach a point where you are bugging them about it, where you're trying to force and pressure them to stay or to come back, that's when it will actually push them away. It will be repulsive. And you can probably put yourself in the situation. If you are unsure about something or if you think that you want one thing and someone tries to force you to take another thing or they put pressure on you or they take away your options, it makes you question going the route they want you to go. And it also, it makes you resent the idea that someone else could have this want and this desire and put it above your wants and your desires. And that is what will happen. This other person usually will not want to be around you because they won't want to hear what they see as complaining or pestering or you putting your desires and wants above theirs. They just won't want to hear it. They won't want to have to deal with it or be in that situation. So they won't want to be around you anymore and they will find ways to avoid you. So this is mostly pertaining to a marriage relationship where you have children or you have a business together or a home together or something like that. And you're needing to interact with them. You will find they will only want to interact with you when it comes to those things. And you will have very little meaningful conversation with them that could actually help you if you try to force or pressure them to stay or come back to the relationship. If this is a breakup, it would be where you keep telling them you want the relationship. You ask if they feel any different. You promise change. You beg, cry, plead, ask them to come back. Those are the things that will actually push them away. And so if you're going to be able to get this person back, if you're going to be able to save the relationship, the starting point is that you don't pressure them. You give them what they think they want, which at the moment is space. You're going to back off of the situation and let them test it out in some ways. Let them feel what it's like to actually have some of that space and that time where they are away from you. I'm going to tell you more on how that can be valuable, but for the moment, that is your only option because going the other route will make them angry it will make them lash out at you, not want to be around you, and it will make them run in the other direction even faster. Before I get to step number two, take a quick second and subscribe to this channel so you can be notified when I have more videos like this. Number two is that you take inventory of the issues 
And what I mean by that is, is that sometimes the issues, the reasons stated at a breakup can just be excuses. It can just be what they think will make you leave them alone, that will keep you from getting too emotional, that will give you just enough hope that they can get away from you. And slowly over time, they hope you will figure it out. And basically that they just don't want to deal with it in that moment. And so they kind of want both worlds. They want to be able to break up with you, but they want you to just kind of make it easy on them. And so they don't fully tell you everything. So sometimes they'll tell you a reason, something vague, like I need to work on myself or you deserve better, or I can't be the person you need right now. Or they say they have to work more or go to college in some far off land where they know more things, something like that. A rule of thumb is if it's an excuse where you think to yourself that if that were you, you would figure a way out to be with them and to do whatever you need to do. That's when you know it's not the real reason. That what's the real reason is that they have lost attraction for you. And that's true if it's a dating relationship or it's a marriage relationship. When attraction falls, and that can be over time where there have been angry outbursts, there have been fights, the other person has felt neglected or hurt or rejected too often. They feel that you think of yourself as above them and they feel that you don't really care about them as you should, or that you have become the opposite where you're needy and things have become incredibly out of balance where you practically worship them. And that can actually cause either side to want to get away. One person feels that they have to worship the other person, that that's what the other person wants and that it doesn't come back their direction that it feels one-sided, that person can want to leave. And the person who feels worshipped, who feels like the other person is needy and clingy and jealous, then it can cause the other person to want to get away. It basically causes attraction to fall. Anything that makes the other person not want to be with you is attraction falling. Attraction is being pulled toward this other person. And so whatever makes you want to leave is a simple case of attraction falling. Sometimes they will give you some honest information and they'll tell you these things have made me feel less for you over time. And that's important. So don't just ignore totally what they say, but oftentimes what they will tell you, especially if it's something vague or where you feel that if you were in their shoes and you loved the other person, you would find a way. Then you know it's just an excuse so that you will give them an easy breakup and they can walk away and they won't have to go through the awkwardness of seeing you hurt. That's how they feel. That's how they see it. I'm just telling you, I'm not saying it's right, but that's most likely what's going on. But if you can identify some issues, and sometimes people can, sometimes people will say, I have no idea, but other times they'll say, you know, this was a problem in the relationship. This was something I did that really would hurt them, or I rejected them a lot or I was too needy, too clingy, I was mean, I was rude, and over time it eroded attraction. Sometimes you can figure some of those things out, especially if they are honest with you and you know this is a problem and it's been a problem for a while. And that's where if you can identify it, if they are honest with you or you can identify it on your own, then you tell them, I'm aware of these issues. I will change them, but I love you. I want this relationship. Will you please reconsider and work on this with me? You state that you will change. That's very important. So you don't just identify the problems, but you state clearly, this was wrong of me. This is something I want to change and that I will change. Will you stay with me? And whether or not that person agrees to stay, your job is to change. Mostly because you want to improve for yourself. Usually these are things that show 
areas that you can improve whether you're with this person or not. And so it's not just that you change to somehow be worthy of them. That's not what I'm saying. You change for you. It's very important. But that's what you need to present to them so that even if they do walk away at that time, they still know that you are aware of what's going on, what the issues are, what the problems are, and that you are at least saying that you will change. So they at least can give you the benefit of the doubt at some point that you will work on these things and change these things. And so later on, when you have done the next thing I'm going to tell you, they can actually start considering whether or not they want to come back to you. They can start doubting the decision to leave. And that's when those words of yours can pay dividends because they can remember them and think about them and think that maybe you will change and it's worth giving it another try. Before I get to step three, take a look at my emergency breakup kit and my emergency marriage kit. Obviously, whichever category you fall into, they are powerful guides to help you get back together with the one that you love. A link is in the description below to each. Number three, if they still want to leave. So you have identified the issues, you've told them that you will change, and they still want to leave. Now is the time that you need to do your best to not pressure, as I talked about in step one, and that you start working on changing. You actually start contributing to a way you can get back together with this person if you get the opportunity. And during that time, what you need to do is apply the no contact rule, or if you're married or have children with this person or property or a business, the strategic contact rule. And the no contact rule is simple. You just do not contact them. That means that you don't look for excuses to contact them. You don't try to bump into them. You don't pass messages to them. You don't watch their stories. You disappear. Strategic contact is that you only interact with them when you need to, but you're friendly, you're polite, and if they want to keep talking or they suggest having coffee or the meeting with them runs a little bit long because you guys are having a good time together, that's okay and be smart about it. But remember the other rules. You're not going to pressure. You're not going to ask them if their feelings have changed because they will tell you if they have. You're not going to become emotional and cry and beg and plead if possible. And sometimes you, you might fall off the bandwagon, so to speak. People mess up. We are all human beings. The best thing you can do at that point, start over. Commit to yourself. You won't do it again and do better. Stay away if you were dating this person. And that's the no contact rule. If you are connected to them in other ways like marriage, then the strategic contact rule where you are careful about how you interact with them. It's only about the kids or the business and only when truly necessary. Don't use those things or those people as an excuse and keep the relationship with your children going. Contact them directly if at all possible. Do not set up a situation where it becomes normal that you are out of their lives or that could hurt you legally if things don't go well. But it's very important you stay involved with your children for their sake and for yours and because it helps this other person see that you are a good parent to these children. Now, that's not true if they are not your natural born children with this person. If they are just their children and you only met them through the relationship, then you do need to stay away as far as no contact with them because it can get a little creepy talking to someone else's children, being involved and around them if you two are broken up and you only met the children through this person. I know sometimes there are hurt feelings with that, but when this person who is the parent of these children has chosen to back out of your life and doesn't want you in their life anymore, then in many ways it means the children too because they are the parent of those children. 
and they call the shots and make the choices when it comes to those children. So keep that in mind. But no contact and strategic contact are giving them what they think they want so that they can actually experience it. If you don't let them experience it, then it will be something that they feel like you are keeping them from. It will be on the other side of you and they will be trying to get it. They'll be running the other direction. They'll be feeling like they are missing out and they will resent you for it. So when you give it to them, first of all, it keeps them from going any further away because they don't feel the need to run away from you. You're not chasing them. When they look back, you're not there. There's nothing to run from. So typically they don't get as far away emotionally from you. And then it gives them an opportunity to wonder about you, what's going on with you. Something I call substitute recall, which is where they are used to having intimacy with you. That's hearing about your daily life, talking to you about current events and about their life. And they're not getting that anymore. And so their brain and their emotions in order to deal with that will create images of you in their mind. They will think about you and they will remember times that you two were together and experiences that you two had. And that's a good thing. But what it does is it actually makes them want to have a real life experience with you. Now, whether or not they fully follow through with that, we hope they will and we will see, but it at least pulls them in your direction and allows them to get to the point where they can miss you. And I have a video called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact where I talk about how this works on them and how they get into a point where they are concerned that they could lose you. Because before they made the decision, they were in control. You were the one who didn't have control. That's why you felt like you had to beg. People who don't have any control can only beg. But once they start to feel like maybe you are the one who's moving away from them because they haven't heard from you. So they don't know what's going on. There's mystery there. And they realize this is serious in that they could be in a situation where they could want to get back together with you, but could not get you back, which is not what they were thinking. When someone breaks up with you or tells you they want a separation or a divorce, they kind of assume that because they are the one making that decision or wanting that, that they could get you back if they wanted you, that you would just permanently be available for them and they could go do whatever they want. And if they ever change their mind, they could get you back. But when you make no attempt beyond immediately following the breakup, when you state that you will change and that you want the relationship, when you make no attempt, when you leave them alone and they don't hear anything from you, it changes their mind on that. They begin to think you could move on and you are showing that you can stay away, which is strength. It's attractive. And it allows them to see that they could actually want you back and not be able to get you back, which actually makes them experience a real breakup because it's not a real breakup or a real separation. If they think they could get you back with simply a snap of their fingers. It's important that they feel that because that's the only way they could feel potential loss, which is different from feeling control. So when they feel the loss, that's when they really know. And that's when they can say, no, I don't want this breakup. I don't want this separation. I don't want this divorce. I see relationships saved all the time. My inbox is hit daily with people telling me that they were able to get back with the person that they love by following these steps. They're not that difficult to just talk about or to write down, but application is what is difficult. And so I have other videos that provide encouragement on these things, and I encourage you to watch them. You can also get information about my emergency breakup kit and my emergency marriage kit, which will go into more detail and more situational detail and will provide you more day-to-day -day encouragement on how to handle this. I hope that you all can save the relationship with the one you love.